0: Hi guys, it's Mandy with the Speaking Wife Podcast. I had not planned to get on this week and record an episode, but I woke up feeling the pressure and the pulling of the holidays and the whole season this morning. And as I sat and tried to refocus and kind of get my mind together, I realized that from speaking to so many women that I have over the past several days, I am not the only one feeling this way. And I wanted to hop on and read one of my favorite scriptures to you and hopefully talk a little bit and encourage you. Just this is gonna be a very, very short podcast, hopefully under 10 minutes, we'll see. Y'all know I can be a little bit long-winded. But I wanted to talk just a little bit about refocusing on the reason for the season because sometimes for me it is very easy to fall into the trap of running and running and running and trying to get everything accomplished checking the list off of everything that I have to do all the to-do list and all the present list all of the event lists and it's so easy to forget why we even have this season to celebrate it's becoming such a cultural thing that sometimes we can forget that it was first a spiritual thing. And whenever we forget that it was first a spiritual thing, our spirits are so drained and our hearts are so weary with just the constant running and trying our best to accomplish everything that needs to be accomplished when really... But when the season ends, we normally feel like that we have not accomplished everything we set out to. There's always one gift you wanted to make or one thing you wanted to do, one event you wanted to attend. There's always something and it can be easy to feel that feeling of like, well, maybe we'll just do better next year instead of stopping and realizing what we truly have to celebrate. And something that is hard for me is whenever we're in these moments of feeling so depleted by the holidays, and we have forgotten why we're actually celebrating the holidays, it can be extremely difficult to grab hold of your heart and mind and take it to the place of remembering because we're not feeling the feelings. And as women, especially, I feel like this is difficult for us sometimes to step outside of what we're feeling and go to what we know to be true. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, this is something that is going to be a little bit difficult for me to explain in a way that is easy to understand because there's a reason why the Bible says to taste and see that God is good. And it's because there are some things you just can't describe if you have not tasted them for yourself, if you have not experienced them for yourself. So if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, then please take this season and this opportunity to welcome Him into your heart and your life and to invite Him to be your dearest friend. Don't let your preconceived ideas because of other humans be the thing that stands between you and a relationship with the Savior who is willing to sacrifice everything to be there for you when no one else can understand and truly be there. But when I'm in this place of trying to step outside of the hustle and bustle and trying to regroup and get refocused on where my priorities should be, one of my absolute favorite scriptures to read is in Isaiah, and it's talking about the prophecy. This is a prophecy of Christ coming and how it's going to change everything. And one of the things that was talked about several times in our services yesterday was the space of time between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And if you've never read the Bible, it's broken up into two parts. There's an Old Testament, and then there's a New Testament talking about the life and the future of Christ, And the Old Testament is a a lot of the history, I know there's no way it's all in there, but it is a lot of the history of the Israelites and of the children of Israel in Jerusalem and in Bethlehem and all these different things that they went through in captivity, so many different things, but everything that they walked through and that they went through, there was always a prophet, there was always a man of God, someone ordained to speak and to give them hope for the next chapter, the next event to come in their life. And in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's about 400 years of silence where there's not anyone saying, there's hope, things are going to change and things are going to be different. This night is going to end. There's this silent darkness that is just between this space of time before no one knows, no one could fully comprehend the magnitude of how things were going to change when Christ came into the world. And sometimes that's how we feel in the middle of what is supposed to be the happiest, most wonderful season of the year. We feel like we're in that dark, silent place. And in that moment, that is when we have to grab a hold of the hope like we never have before. When you're feeling so depleted and so overwhelmed and so pulled in every direction. And our hearts and our minds have shifted focus from what should be our main priority of the season to just running in the race that becomes the holiday season. And so being able to stop and read this specific verse, there's so many more verses you can read, but this is one of my favorite verses in Isaiah chapter 9. And it's verse 6, and it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And you can probably tell, but I'm struggling with some kind of sinus infection, so I'm sorry that my voice is probably extremely annoying, but... That verse right there, I have never come to a spot in my life where it was not applicable in some way to what I was going through, whether I needed a counselor or if I needed to feel the love of a father, if I just needed to be reminded that there was something wonderful in the world when things just felt overwhelming and bleak, or if I needed peace, if I needed the peace that was going to surpass all of my surroundings, all of my circumstances, There is a scripture in the Bible that talks about the peace of God passing all understanding because a lot of times we won't think that we can have peace until our circumstances change or until everything lines out, until everything kind of reaches that point of perfection and then we'll have peace. But the peace of God will come in in the middle of utter chaos and just completely surpass our understanding. We won't understand how we can feel peaceful in times of such confusion and overwhelmness, but we can because of the hope that came to us. I do not know the exact day when Christ was born. I love that we celebrate in the middle of the winter season when everything is kind of dark and dormant, and even if you have a beautiful snow day, in the middle of the winter season, one of the number one things that we hear as moms is, oh my goodness, it's dark so fast, and it's cold, and my kids are stuck inside, and they're driving me crazy. We're in this season of where it gets dark faster, everything is a lot more quiet, everything is dormant, the leaves are falling off the trees, the plants are hiding inside of themselves. everything is closed off, and in this moment, we celebrate the birth of the person who would change our destiny, who would change the entire world. I love that we celebrate in this time because it reminds me that almost always the deep and the the major works of faith and growth in our hearts happen in these moments where we feel like we're sitting in a dark space where it's silent. We're not hearing any hope. We're not hearing any deliverance. We're in this place where it feels like we're just in a dark pause, And I love that this is the moment when we celebrate the birth of Christ. I love that we can gather around and spend time with family. But as we've talked about in other episodes, we cannot pour out what we don't contain. And sometimes I have to forcefully take my heart and my mind and take myself back to the place where He has proven to me over and over who He is. One of the things that happened when my oldest child was very young, he was the only one we had at the time, and we were getting ready to go somewhere. It was just him and I, my husband was at work, and I was putting my shoes on, and he comes running out of his room, and he says, Mom, Mom, please don't leave me. And I was so confused, and I turned around to him, and I said, I have never left you before. Why would you think that I would leave you this time? And one of the curses of being a preacher's kid is that every time you say something, you will hear that in the back of your your head, you will hear the voice of someone making it a lesson or a sermon or a moment to learn something. And in that moment, I felt that in my heart, it felt as if God was leaning over saying to me, I have never left you before. Why would you think I would leave you now? and the track record that my son had with me is often the track record that i have with god where he has proven himself to me over and over he has never left me before he has always come through it hasn't always been when i've wanted it it hasn't always been the way that i've wanted it but he has always come through he has always supplied my needs he has always been there and yet the next moment of difficulty or the next moment of confusion or complication I run to him with terror and say please please don't leave me please and it's as if he turns to me and says i have never left you before why would you think i would leave you this time and i've learned slowly very painfully slowly because i'm i'm very hard-headed that in these moments when I begin to feel this way, to feel the weight of society or the weight of this season or just the weight of life in general, life is not easy. When I begin to feel these things, I can cut it off at the past when I go to the Word of God and I go to the scriptures that remind me of who He has always been to me. He has been wonderful. He has been my counselor when I didn't know what to do. He has been my father when I'm trying to be a grown-up and trying not to need my earthly father for everything. He has been that comfort and that steadiness that a father would be, and he has been my prince of peace. He has been the peace that has swept in when everything else was contrary to peace. So if you're in a moment in this season, if you're having an exhausting season, if you're having a hurtful season, if you're just having a dark, silent season and you feel like nothing is happening, one of the sayings that I have fallen in love with that I just saw recently what said, whenever you feel like you've been buried, you've actually been planted and life is coming. There is hope. Without Christ, we would have no hope, so we would have no reason to celebrate, but we celebrate this season because we have hope because of who he is, not because of anything that we can do to conjure up this hope in ourselves, but because we can wake up knowing just like we'll wake up tomorrow and we'll know because it's on the calendar. This is Christmas Day. Whether you feel Christmas in your heart or whether this season has just been brutal to you and you don't feel Christmas at all, you'll know that it's Christmas because it's December 25th. It's always been Christmas. When you develop a relationship with Christ and you anchor your hope and your trust in Him, you can wake up tomorrow. You can take a deep breath this afternoon and know there is hope. There is something better coming, and we have a reason to celebrate, not just a list to check off. I know that I've said it over and over, and I don't want to just say it until it drives y'all crazy, but I hope that you remember that you were created for a purpose. You are not a waste of time. You are not a waste of space. God has created you with a divine purpose. He has a goal for your life. He has a reason for you right where you are. There are things that you can do that can change the world for yourself and for those around you. In this season, when you're looking on social media and you're watching what everyone is doing with their families and you're feeling less than or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling broken, please remember that this is not it. This is not the end. There is hope and there is a reason for you to continue doing the best that you can and walking forward. And as I said at the beginning, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, there's nothing in this world more important than you in his eyes. He walked to the cross. He endured all of the shame, all of the suffering to be able to be the hope and the peace that you need to make it just one more day. So if you don't have a relationship with him, don't let anyone else's ideas come between you and him. Go to him honestly because he can handle your brutal honesty. He can handle your hurt. He can handle your anger. He's handled it all for me over and over. Go to him and just simply invite him into your life. You will not believe the difference that the Prince of Peace can make in this season in your heart and in your life. Thank y'all so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas tomorrow. I hope that this week you're able to just take a deep breath and enjoy the blessings that you do have around you. And remember, this is not the end. This is just the beginning, and there is a reason to hope. Have a great day, guys.